0: Welcome to patch notes, everyone. Um, a special, uh, l- less staffed patch notes as uh, <laughs> you
1: introduce all of these as special.
0: I'm glad that you noticed because now it's my bit, um, <laughs> and I'm going to keep doing it. Um, unfortunately, our our good friend John is uh, is under the weather. He he has uh, he has the flu. Um, that dastardly flu. Uh, John classically uh, believes that vaccines uh, uh, are not properly tested by the FDA, and uh, so he doesn't. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. He doesn't really think that. I just uh, think
1: that there's more information that we could have as consumers.
0: <laughs> Liv thinks that. I'm
1: uh, vaccine critical.
0: <laughs> that's why that's that's what AV stands for. It stands for anti-vacciney. <laughs>
1: That's true.
0: It's, yeah, that's that's absolutely correct. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's um, it, John has the flu because he has the flu. I think the the flu vaccine is a tr- is a tricky one. Um, I don't pretend to know whether or not John got the flu vaccine, but I can imagine he <laughs> did. And um, I be- the the thing about the flu vaccine is uh, you don't know whether you got the right one or not. Um,
1: no one knows.
0: Yeah, you just you you, you try and. Uh, get the correct flu vaccine and sometimes you do and then sometimes it's uh, it's the wrong one and then you get the flu anyway um it's a bummer and so we hope he gets better soon um it's just get not getting, the same without you john
1: getting the flu is the opposite of a wig flu moment that's is, right this is a sad day um on patch notes
0: and you know what happens if you get the flu um It actually, uh, if you get the flu and you are wearing a wig, it's actually flu wig. Wow.
1: But the wig stays on.
0: The wig, yeah. No, 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 you're right. You're right. You're absolutely (laughs) correct. The wig does. (laughs) Thank you. Some of our listeners may not have known that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, it, correct. Okay. I, I really kind of, I almost messed up there. Um, well, all right, uh, but but the show must go on. Um, and as as that's John's favorite catchphrase, the show must go on. Mm-hmm. Um, he says it all the time, uh, and I feel like uh, we can honor him by having the show go on. So, uh, Liv and I are here in classic After Dark form, uh, but we won't be asking each other questions about ourselves. We'll be asking ourselves each other questions about the state of video games. Um, that's
1: so exciting! Yeah, it's
0: extremely exciting. Um, <laughs> I'm really excited. I think it's going to be good. Uh, Liv, how are you? First off, how are you doing?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm doing great. How are you? All right,
0: I'm good. I'm 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 quite tired. Well, um, yes,
1: I think we're both quite tired, but I think that's uh, understood as it's us and we are recording.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's true. We, we're not well, classically... This is
1: again after dark.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're not classically the most awake people in the world, which... Uh, <laughs> It's, it's okay, <laughs> um, yeah. I um, it's it's a shame. I uh, I'm just very tired because Oscar didn't sleep very well last night, and then I had to drive to the airport, and uh, it took longer than it ever has. Um, you're tired for for more reasonable reasons, I would say, uh, health related reasons that we don't need to go into. But you're a little under the weather <laughs> yourself, so it is it is not. Um, I don't know. We're fine though. We're doing good.
1: Yeah, I think we're fine. We're just. I'm, I'm proud to of rouse. us. Still.
0: Yeah. <laughs> let's, let, let's pull it together. <laughs> um, but yeah, I um, I'm excited. I'm excited for this episode. I think we're gonna have a fun time. And um, yeah, let's get into it. Uh, Live. Uh, we have a couple of pieces of news about everyone's favorite thing. Mm-hmm. Um, well everyone's favorite thing both uh corporate uh corporate lgbtism and um loot crates so which one would you like to start with (laughs) which is your favorite
1: um let's make it a surprise let's make it a real loot box moment you pick
0: Okay, well, uh, since you said loot boxes, I can only think of one. I, I can only think of one thing at a time, okay. and now I'm thinking about loot boxes. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah. So, loot boxes are in the news again for uh, the reasons you would expect. Uh, EA is uh, currently being well. Actually, this was your article. Do you wanna? Do you wanna? Do you wanna give us the overview?
1: Uh, sure. It was just EA um, commenting on uh, continuing to use loot boxes and just a uh, defense of them and that um, they aren't gambling but surprise mechanics that's in quotation marks surprise mechanics this is I love
0: the phrase surprise mechanics
1: <laughs> this is coming from uh, <laughs> PC games <laughs> um, and yeah, Carrie Hopkins is VP of Legal and Government Affairs, as uh, referring to them as surprise mechanics, and they're uh, quote quite ethical.
0: <laughs> I love whenever
1: something isn't just ethical but quite
0: ethical. It's extremely, it's it's alarmingly ethical. Um, I really like when um when you look at someone in corporate, uh, and and like, you know, she's she's uh she's testifying in front of the uh, the like, the Scottish, like, National Party, basically. Like, like this is a big deal. Um, well, I'm trying to... I'm actually going to look and find the... Uh, She's against... Oh, uh, in response to questions, yeah, from Scottish National Party MP Brendan O'Hara. So, like, basically... And I know, because MPs in, in Britain are not, like... It's not, like, ultra special, like, oh, wow, you know, it's it's the president or something. It sounds much, it sounds very, very ornate to Americans um, like me who uh, don't know anything. But um, I, I will say, like, it, it's, it's a big deal to have to um, account for your actions to the government. Um, I think I would be kind of scared in that situation, and I always like when corporate people just come up with the most hairbrained unbelievable <laughs> accounts for what they're doing and yeah. it's like oh yeah no we're uh we're act what we're actually doing is um, we're, we're doing uh, extremely good uh, uh, surprise mechanics that will increase uh, users ability not to gamble uh, is what's happening here <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's really important that you recognize that like it is, It's amazing to me when when people are able to do that. Um, I just can't I can't even imagine uh, being being that bold.
1: Yeah, I uh, quite ethical, quite fun, quite enjoyable. I uh, (laughs) very
0: legal and very cool.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like this is just like such fun wording. But uh, so in American English, quite means like very. But I think that in (laughs) British English, quite means the opposite. Is that Isn't right? Is it true that quite is like a?
0: No. does it, You can use quite as sort of like a. Oh yes, of course. Like a. Yeah, actually look that up. I, I didn't know that. Our, our British listeners are like pounding on the walls right now, just screaming at us.
1: I th- yeah, I think that it can go either way in British English, whereas uh, American English it, it almost always means.
0: Bit fairy. of a bit of a faux pas then from from uh, Carrie Hopkins. Um, who I, I, I am imagining is not um, is not British. Is my guess about Carrie Hopkins.
1: That would be my guess too. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. There's no reason to guess. That's something we could find out. <laughs>
0: let's never let's never guess about this stuff. My goodness,
1: I don't want to speculate on anyone's uh, British heritage.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't want to we don't want to accuse anyone of stealing British valor.
1: I absolutely would not want people to speculate that about me. So I would. Uh...
0: People are all asking who's the lady on patch notes and what what is her <laughs> relation is she
1: British?
0: <laughs> what is her relationship to the crown? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what does she think about the monarchy?
0: People keep asking, and I keep saying, I don't really, it's it's not, right now is not the time to speculate on Liv's relationship to, uh, <laughs> to the crown and potential <laughs> royal ties, but um, we will be discussing this more on a future patch notes uh, and a future After Dark, so please uh, tune in then. Until then, please respect our privacy
1: until then you can just uh, look back at my Instagram. I did hold gender reveal <laughs> parties for each of the Royal babies. So if you want to go take a sneak peek at that, um, yes, that's on my Instagram. That's, uh, Instagram.com slash, uh, anti-vaccines.
0: <laughs> it's weird that you didn't, um, it's just weird to me that you didn't, uh, abbreviate it on Instagram, even though you probably could have gotten Navy there. Uh,
1: well, well, also vaccines and that has like a couple of X's. There's some Z's at the end of vaccines. Like I, oh. I, I, wasn't the first person to, oh, okay. to have this.
0: Uh, and you can have longer handles on Insta, right?
1: Uh, yeah, apparently, because I did it.
0: <laughs> well, wonderful. I don't know why we're
1: fact checking here, but uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> I love I love to fact check.
1: <laughs> but. Uh, like, I'm curious. What do you think about this? Because that's kind of. I don't. I'm not defending loot boxes in any way, but they relate them to, like, stuff like Kinder Eggs or whatever. Anything where you get a surprise inside. I would. Not like Kinder Eggs, because there's nothing of, like, real value inside of a Kinder Egg. Um,
0: but yeah, I, I mean, it's just I think toys. Of them
1: more like. Blind boxes, um, like those those toys that you get that are kind of like more substantial. You know what I'm talking about? Like it's yeah, no. Like, Tilly's Tilly's obsessed with those things. Yeah, like I think that that is just as like predatory as loot boxes. And so I think it's like interesting that we're uh, focusing on like loot boxes and video games before that.
0: I would agree. I think I think what's weird about about I was actually talking about this with um. With, I feel like if I'm not on stream I can't call him piss because it's too weird, um, but I was talking about this with Andrew today um, about how it's it's a little strange to me that um, it's just weird to me that like the 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 discourse around um, the discourse around loot boxes is like so angry in a way that like you would assume. A lot of discourse around video games being sort of like clearly money-making engines like um, day one patches or <laughs> I don't know. Like there's a million things that I think you could be frustrated about. Mm-hmm. Um, and it feels like instead people are just like so mad about about loot boxes in a way that they're like not mad about a lot of other stuff that I would assume would catch their ire. Um, and I, I don't get why I guess because like in video games it feels especially bad to not be able to access content.
1: Yeah, well, it's not just that it's that it's more than an in-game store or something like that. it's these things that you do kind of have to gamble on and so that they think that uh, uh, is predatory and is um, problematic for people who have uh, addictive or Sure. Personalities.
0: No, that does make sense, um, but I mean, if there's. I think you could argue that video games in general are problematic in that way. I mean, how much, how much time would someone with an addictive personality? And I don't. I'm, I'm not trying to be uh, paternalist about about like people with addictive personalities. They can, you know, if if they're adults, I'm not going to say that I know better than they do. Um, I do think they should probably be careful. Uh, but like, it's weird to me that the, like, you can point to say like. I don't know. Um, How about something like, like, wow. So like in wow, um, the idea of a, um, the idea of like a rare drop is, is something that is built into wow. And I mean, someone with a high gambling personality would, could waste a lot of time and a lot of energy just farming for hours and hours and hours and hours uh, trying to get a rare drop because that of course kind of, doesn't that, tickle the same exact kind of impulses as am i am i wrong in saying so
1: um I mean, if we're comparing this straight to something like, wow, there's still, uh, lockouts on loot. So, like, if you want to drop from a boss or something like that, usually... I mean, there's some things that you can farm for, and people definitely do, like, uh, rare spawns in the world. Like, people will look for them. But they're not using any extra real money to do that, and so I think it's that, um... Mm, it's the people, money element. Yes, I've, you're having to spend money to, um to get more loot boxes which like i didn't even know like uh, i think one of the big games that people talk about this with now is overwatch which has purely cosmetic items in the loot boxes and i think that that's probably less offensive than stuff that changes the game because i think then you feel like you actually uh like if there is anything of like in-game value that drops from loot boxes and you do feel like you need to to buy stuff something like uh, team fortress or um like buying keys yeah. and whatever. Um. But like I didn't even know that you could buy loot boxes. I thought that you just got them from leveling up, and, and for like a year after playing, <laughs> I found out uh, that <laughs> yeah. you could buy them. And uh, I don't think they really advertise. <laughs>
0: they they do they do not advertise loot, loot crates very clearly on WoW. Um, I will say like the one the one time I ever got one was uh, when I was like very very interested in getting a particular cosmetic, and I ended up buying a few loot crates because I was like. I really just want this before the Halloween sale ends. And, like, mm-hmm. it that's that feels like less gambling. But I guess, on the other hand, like, I've talked to people where I've made that claim and their response has been, like, I don't know, like, isn't the images in a game, like, isn't sort of, like, how the game looks among the most important things to you? Um, and I guess it is. Like, I care a lot about that. So I don't know what to say about that. But yeah. I also think, like,
1: it's not know. a motivating factor for me, but I also don't have a gambling problem, and so I don't want to, like, claim that this isn't a problem if there's people that have ga- gambling problems that are saying it's a problem.
0: Right. Um,
1: I, I don't know. I have opinions, uh, but I'm not sure that all of them are thought out to the end and discussed enough that I want to, uh, you know, die on that hill.
0: <laughs> I think, like... It's not a hill i die on, but it's also something where... There are games that give you a lot of... There are games that give you a lot of opportunities to earn... Loot crates that have cosmetics and stuff like that. And then there are games that very much do not. Uh, like mobile games, for instance. Where, like... Yeah, the the main thing you're going to get out of a mobile game is... You're going to have to... Uh, you're going to basically at some point have to say... Um, I'm going to pay this money or say, I'm just not actually all that interested in getting the end game stuff in this. Like I'm just playing it for fun. Um, and I don't feel that wow is, the, or I'm sorry, not wow. I don't feel that uh, overwatch is that way. I feel like overwatch, you can get all that you want out of the game without any of loot crates. It doesn't matter.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I feel like overwatch gets slammed for things that other games do not. And I don't know if it's just cause it's like so massively popular, but yeah, uh...
0: I think it's because people heard that you play it and they're jealous of you.
1: <laughs> Sometimes I like I have to like check myself and be like, do I do I feel like this is an unfair thing because I like this game? And a lot of times I think the answer is no. Like I don't understand why people are so mad that Overwatch doesn't have a, a story because that's not what game it is. Um, oh,
0: I think that's perfectly reasonable. There are lots of games that don't have stories. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, I don't know. I really enjoy the. I really like the, um, the like Rainbow Six. I think Rainbow Six is a brilliant uh, Rainbow Six Siege. I'm terrible at it, but I think it's a brilliant game. And like, there's literally no story, and if there was, it would be terrible. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's fine. Like, I, I can't imagine caring about that. Um, anyway, I totally agree. Um, but yeah, it's it's weird, right? Like, it's it's just a it's a it's a strange problem, and I'm not quite sure what to do with it. I'm not sure, like, if I'm not sure if there's, like, an answer to, um, you know, the, the the question of, you know, should we have loot crates at all? Is there, like, any viable way to have um, something like a loot crate? Um, I'm just not entirely sure, like, that has an answer other than it's something that publishers have realized has... Um, like is profitable and the only way we're ever going to get rid of it even if we want to get rid of it is to um is to like just kind of uh, accept that we uh we're, it's going to have to be legal. <laughs> There's no other way around it.
1: Yeah. Um I yes, I think that's true but it seems problematic to kind of outlaw something that exists in the real world. That is not illegal.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Like gambling is legal.
1: <laughs> oh, well, I don't even mean gambling. I just mean something that's uh, exactly comparable, like uh, blind boxes.
0: Mm mm, mm mm Yeah, 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 no. And that's true. I mean, blind boxes are horrible because as a parent, they, uh, they encourage your kid to just buy more stuff and they get freaked out if they don't get the stuff they exactly want. And it, yeah, it's a mess. Um, and it would be great if they were outlawed. Um, I'll go on record as saying that I would love to see blind boxes <laughs> outlawed. They're <laughs> they're a scourge. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I think more likely we see uh, these outlawed in video games than in uh, in retail because of how deeply profitable retail <laughs> is for that.
1: Yeah, a quick way to outlaw uh, loot boxes in video games would just be outlaw video games.
0: And, well. Uh, you know, let's not get hasty. <laughs> this is a, this is a pro video game podcast. <laughs> um, All right,
1: finding this out now, writing that down for later.
0: <laughs> thank you for writing it down. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I think like I think the question of what should be done about loot loot boxes and loot crates is a good one. It's also just like a really hard one. Um, and I guess I guess in some ways I'm glad that that um, uh, Hopkins made this, like, ridiculous argument because in some ways it makes me think, like, you know, maybe I shouldn't actually be so nice about foxes. <laughs> like, maybe they are really stupid. Like, the idea of, of like, seriously being uh, impressed by the idea of a, um, of a surprise uh, <laughs> system is so so, like, incredibly cringy and bad that it makes me think, like, maybe I haven't been thinking about this uh, level-headedly. Mm. Um, so as one last loot box addendum, I will say, I was thinking about it when I was upstairs, not because I was um, hanging out with Oscar, which would be kind of a... Uh, I don't know, maybe that would be lame. Um, <laughs> it was, you know, I, I thought and I realized, like, one of the things that is true about... Loot, loot boxes and the way that they operate is like you kind of have to ask yourself if you would be okay with and, and in this case if I would be okay with um, this like this gambling existing for um, for kids basically like obviously there's there's this um, there's this sense of uh, I'm trying to think how to say this there's the sense of understanding when it's an adult, right? Like when it's like, okay, uh gambling is legal, like you're allowed to gamble. Um but you also are uh expected to be able to gamble only after you're 18, right? Like because you're an adult, you can kind of like do that. That's sort of where the legality legality lives in that um in that world. But like I don't know if you can say that kids are ever in a good enough position to be able to understand what they're doing. Like, what? Like, understand what their brain is telling them. Like, I just want one more loot box so I can get this one piece of uh, clothing or this one cool toy or whatever. Like, adults can, you can stop them and say, like, you, this isn't rational. And, you know, sometimes that will stop them or whatever. Kids don't operate on that level. And it is kids playing video games. So I wonder if. We'll ultimately get to a point where loot boxes are 18 plus
1: like i think the assumption is that you have to have like a, a credit card or debit card to buy the loot boxes uh which would need to be owned by someone over 18
0: and definitely that maybe is like
1: 16 is the youngest that you can open oh, a bank account I'm not really sure
0: it's a and, and that always 100 percent happens <laughs> it's what I like best about that assumption by by the companies is that every kid who has ever uh, purchased something uh, on a video game has done so with full knowledge of their parents.
1: Yes, that is why you got Tilly to uh, be a Bitcoin investor.
0: That's correct. Um, no, yeah, it's it. it I, I agree with you. I think like that's absolutely true, and it's. Um, I mean, it's something to—it's something to remember about um, about this stuff. It's not—it's not as if um, you know people who are buying these things are all babes in the woods, and like me spending money trying to get a, an Overwatch skin is not the same thing as a kid not understanding that they're spending their parents' money and buying like you know a ton of a ton of like useless junk. But like, it is kind of a drag to think about like I don't know. It's kind of a drag to think about the people who are stuck with the bill if they didn't understand it. And, and like, especially if they did not understand the impulses leading them to buy all those loot crates, right? Um, That's kind of where I I start to think, like, yeah, maybe it's actually good that these things are banned. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, on to something... There's nothing... Oh, no, we can do something happier. So there's a a new AR game coming out, Liv.
1: Oh, yeah, we can just, like, briefly... Yeah, we
0: can, this could be, be a little aperitif. <laughs> um, are you going to play the Harry Potter AR game?
1: I am I am not. Uh, yeah, Harry Potter <laughs> Wizards Unite. I believe it's out now. I believe it's out for anyone now? Is it free? Uh, I would assume so. I would have it's, to assume. Um, I mean,
0: that would be weird if it wasn't.
1: It's built using the same data and whatever as, like, Pokemon Go and Ingress. But um, apparently there's, like, more more and different things to interact with and I'm reading um, the story about it on Polygon from Nicole Carpenter and... I like
0: the Polygon story actually that's a it's, it's a long one and it reads yeah. sometimes a little like an ad um, but not enough that it's not good I think it's really really good I like it a lot
1: yeah um, it, but it, it goes into different things um, and about the previous problems with these kinds of games or where these games are going um but i think that i don't know i think that this would already have to be for you i think you know if this game is for you or not i can't imagine what of course yeah what this game would offer that would sell someone who did not consider themselves a harry potter fan like i've you know i've read all the books multiple times and like seen all the movies but I, i'm not a um, in continued pursuit of more <laughs> <laughs> of more harry I just potter. need
0: more harry <laughs> If I don't get more Harry, I'm going to lose it. Um, Yeah, no, it's... I think, like, I think the thing about the Harry Potter books is there is, of course, like, at this point in time a a strong and committed uh, Harry Potter fan base. Like, there's just, Mm -hmm. like, there's absolutely a group of people that will, you know, play this game and play it for a long time and really enjoy it. And that's great. Like, that's very cool for them, and I think that's fine. Um, but it is also true that, like, there's a bunch of people who are going to look at this and say, like, I don't care. Yes. And I don't think it's bad to not care about it. I think that's okay.
1: Yeah, I think it, um, it looks like if it's for you, then it has things that are different from Pokemon Go that might be interesting and new. Um, and, yeah, I... I would like to eventually play one of these kinds of games like I wouldn't even care if it was like a reskin if it was a reskin that's the guy cared about mm-hmm. um, which I guess would maybe be like something like Warcraft I guess it's like the thing that I'm like a fan of I don't that would
0: really... be cool if they did a wow AR that would actually be really fun <laughs>
1: yeah i don't know that i'm a a fan of anything else to the extent that like i wouldn't care what the quality was and would for sure consume it um maybe like lady gaga or uh, bayonetta for sure like those are like the things i'm a fan of that i don't really care about the quality i just like seeing more
0: (laughs) i'm thinking about a lady gaga ar game and i'm i'm like it's kind of blowing my mind like it's hard to (laughs) I'm, I'm, it's hard to not think about basically it's very it's intense uh, yeah. but i could i could see it
1: it's kind of surprising that she hasn't had more of um a video game presence or a tech presence like she had um like a a farmville themed after her like a and she then did? yes
0: before, oh that
1: in like 2011. seems to make sense yeah yeah and, and then she had an app that, um, and like social media platform, um, that didn't really go anywhere. Um, I think there was more and it was supposed to be more than it ended up being.
0: I mean, but even Gaga maybe we'll see it
1: one day, what would, what would your game be?
0: Ooh, that's a good question. Um, what would my AR game be? I think. I don't know. Uh, Would it be
1: like a Spider-Man? I don't,
0: I guess I could, I guess I would play a Spider-Man AR. That'd be fun. I, I'm trying to think of like, what would really grab me at this point? Um, boy, I'm trying, like, I don't know if there's any like franchises I really want to like share the same world with, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, uh, yeah, that's a really good question. Um. I don't know. I might play something that was a little – and these could never exist because they're too small scale. But, like, something where the world felt really immersive but it was an indie game, like, a Hollow Knight AR would be kind of fun. Like, to be able to look around and be like, oh, there's the bugs. Like, that's where this thing would be or whatever. I think um,
1: people would love a Night in the Woods AR.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. That's a great one.
1: Or uh, absolutely that's an Animal Crossing AR game. People would – lose their shit over people
0: would lose their mind and you know I actually would try that I I played I would play that I played the um, uh, what was it the Animal Crossing game that came out Mm. um, which was good I mean that was great Um, it was um, I mean it's it it didn't grab me forever but I did really enjoy it Um, I think I don't know like I'm not sure if that's enough to make me think like I would play that AR game a lot. I think one of the reasons, and we both are people who played Pokemon Go but did not play it in the way that a lot of people played it um, and like I feel like maybe that's the problem. Maybe like part of, part of this part of my response to AR games is that I liked Pokemon Go just fine but it didn't really do much for me. Mm-hmm. Like ultimately I played it a little bit and I was like that was neat and then I kind of just like lost track of it. Um, Whereas other people got super into it. And as they got super into it, I think like it meant a lot more to them.
1: Yes. Um, Yeah. Like I I think that most people think that seeing Pokemon in the world is cute and fun, though.
0: Um, Yeah, it's cute and fun. I guess like the question for me is, is it like
1: I can't imagine that this game will be as popular as that.
0: No, I that I, would,
1: I feel like I mean, the they Harry would Potter be... fandom is like dying off. Like, I think the movies are getting less and less popular and not as well received.
0: I feel like the video games are like the last place that it could work, basically. Like, I feel like on some level, you know, you you got to be hoping for um, lightning in a bottle with these video games because people have kind of wanted a good Harry Potter video game for a while. Uh, flipendo gang remains uh, extremely strong uh, (laughs) in certain circles of the internet.
1: (laughs) That's correct. Uh,
0: But it is like, I think it's like, it's just, it's, um, it's probably not something a lot of people care about in the same way as they used to. And maybe the hope for the Harry Potter franchise is that this is going to change all that. And it's going to, it's going to change everything and people are going to get super into it again and they're going to like this, but I'm with you. I think it'll probably be a neat novelty for a while and then people will kind of forget about it.
1: Yeah. I can't see any way that the Harry Potter franchise is like reinvigorated unless like they, uh um, go all right or something like that. Like, Ooh, they should and, do that. Well, I, and I truly mean that, that they like kind of, uh, gain some sort of fringe, uh, <laughs> popularity yeah. there. Uh, cause I, I don't see them ever being, um, I don't know. Like, I don't know what audience they could access. It's definitely not a leftist audience, for sure. but uh, No,
0: and I think in a lot of ways that's because of its author. Like, I mean, any sort yeah, of politics like, you could produce from it. I think they've lost from a,
1: a lot of the goodwill that people even had in nostalgia.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and maybe that's, I mean, that, that might be another problem where, like, at least with Pokemon Go, almost everyone could get into it because they were like, oh, neat. Like, I remember Pokemon. I enjoyed Pokemon. Like, this should be really fun. And... Um, It didn't betray them on that. Whereas you get the feeling that JK Rowling is going to pull something where it's like, oh, it turns out your first enemy is the vile, like, uh, snake eater Corbin or something like that. Like, it's just going to be something where you're just like, oh, man, this is so irritating. (laughs) I hate this. Um, I, you know, I I think anyone playing the game is is, and who is familiar with Rowling's political and maybe most of the people who are playing this aren't like that's certainly possible. It might just be the case that they don't like people don't care about J.K. Rowling's politics, and that's okay. Um, you know, ultimately that might be what saves the franchise. But um, if people do care about it, and like I know I do, and I know a lot of people do, like the game itself is just like gonna be a scary thought where you're like, oh no, what's gonna come up next? Is, is it gonna be embarrassing? Is it gonna be fun? Because um, I don't know. For me, it was like the the main thing about about Harry Potter was how cool the idea of Hogwarts was. Like, and I feel like mm-hmm. that's what a lot of people liked about it. Um,
1: yeah. And, I think it was our idea of the romance of a school of a yeah, university. Yeah. Absolutely. And look and, how, look where that took us to.
0: Unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> yes. It did not. It did not turn out the way we had hoped.
1: <laughs> it did not Pan out you, as planned.
0: Um. Yeah. Ugh. But yeah, I think I think the I think it's true that like the um I don't know how to say this. Like I think it's true that um there is like a romance around Harry Potter that makes it feel very cool and fun. Um but it is also true that a lot of that is over because it's just not like super exciting to think about being in Hogwarts the way that J.K. Rowling set it up where like oh, now it's not just Hogwarts. It's not this crazy place in the middle of nowhere. It's a place like in the real world that has like real world politics for some reason no one can place at this point. Like, oh, not only am I determining the sexuality of my characters, but um, also their politics and also like everything about them. So, you know, don't don't worry. (laughs) You never need to fear. Everything in Harry Potter will always come back to uh, me, J.K. Rowling, who knows what's best for you. Like, that's kind of how I feel about it. It, it. it ruins it a little bit for me. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's not fair. I don't know. But <laughs> in any case, um, I think.
1: Speaking of. I
0: think people... it's going to be a hard one. Hard sell. <laughs> hard sell for me.
1: <laughs> speaking of a franchise. Not a franchise. Speaking of a, uh, a company, a business trying to regain goodwill.
0: Ooh, wanna... yeah. Yeah, Steam. Steam, our friend, Steam. Steam, our good friend, Steam, our buddy, Steam. Um, it's like my <laughs> hero Academia, except it's our buddy Steam. <laughs> um, but yeah, Is it's Steam
1: an ally. Uh, what do you think? Well, you can go ahead and introduce this weekend.
0: Uh, yeah, let's introduce it first before we ask if Steam, before before <laughs> we ask the audience if Steam's an ally. Um, so Steam has added an LGBTQ plus tag on its. Um, On its games. Uh, Let me see. The author, I believe, is Nathan Grayson on this. Uh, This feels like a Nathan Grayson article. Uh, Yes, Nathan Grayson on Kotaku wrote about this. Um, It's a fairly standard, straightforward sort of um, uh, uh, um, thing. I mean, apparently, it it came about because someone asked about it. Uh, This independent uh, dev named Yitz. Uh Grayson writes, he's the creator of a hand-drawn RPG Nepenth, an upcoming visual poem to the Dark Tower. Um, we were trying to interpret, he says, a few strange lines in the poem My Game is based on Child Roland to the Dark Tower came by Robert Browning. When we figured out that by when we figured out that by interpreting the entire poem as a medieval-era gay man debating if his love is worth potential sacrifice, um not the reading I would make of Child Roland, but okay. Um a number of contradictions that experts found could be resolved easily, Yitz said in a Twitter DM to Kotaku. Uh, this would have been just a curiosity. I would not dug deeper and found the author, Robert Browning, was almost certainly a closeted bisexual, and by the time he wrote it, he was dealing with almost the exact same problems his fictional narrator in- internally faces. Um, we're going to not uh, bog the audience down with my uh, my issues and also uh, ideas about this literary criticism. Um, suffice <laughs> it to say, they are doing literary criticism in some way or another. Um Upon realizing this, Yitz contacted Val directly about the lack of an LGBTQ plus tag, but to no avail. Um, And so uh, Val said to him, we're open to uh, approving new tags on a case-by-case basis. Uh, But, um, you know, it's just like it needs to be applied to a a few things. And he said it needs to know in Steamworks discussions. So basically, like, um, you get – they found that there wasn't a lot of stuff. Like, there's a diversity tag – and I guess he pushed for a while, and Valve finally added, um, finally added an LGBTQ plus tag. Um, you know, the one of the concerns, of course, was that people would find it and grief on it. Um, but in p- true sort of Steam discussion works, um, the terms uh, this um, mod or uh, person Nohua. And then Discord chat said uh, people are going to be shitty no matter what. The tag is important. And so uh, LGBTQ plus is now a publicly uh, or globally, excuse me, approved tag. Um, So you don't have to just uh, look for games that are Souls-likes. You can look for games that are LGBTQ plus Souls-likes. Liv, I'm curious, what do you think about this?
1: Uh, I mean, if people are going to post like upload their games to steam anyway i mean like steam is a major seller and i understand like the desire to want them to be on there then i think it's it's nice that people can search for it i think um people should be able to tag their games however they want to tag
0: them yeah Uh, that's probably uh, like the the it's a bit of the um (laughs) the unspoken thing here is that we need some sort of like top-down tag uh, thing where it's like steam steam can allow me to have a tag um that's a little strange
1: yeah i don't i don't really know what the purpose would be in not really having and not letting people just like tag it whatever they wanted like why it really needs to be a steam defined tax but i think overall i just think that uh steam sucks
0: (laughs) yeah no it's it's not the best (laughs) um
1: And I think that a lot of times people who are making LGBTQ games are members of the LGBTQ uh, community and are um, overall in less of a place to um, to be taken advantage of financially. Um, mm. And I think that itch probably is the better alternative. And, and itch obviously uh, has a lot of LGBTQ games uh, recommended on the main page or you know like it has that kind of community already Um, yeah a lot of short short indie games a lot of visual novels that are that um deal with lgbtq topics i guess is like a general way to put it um but i just yeah i don't I think that it makes sense for them to have this tag. I think that people should be able to tag games however they want to, and uh, but Steam still sucks. I don't think Steam is an ally. Steam isn't an ally to anyone.
0: Um, I agree. I think I think the and I think I think you said it correctly there, which is like, um, it's 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 good. It's it's great. Like very cool. Um, you know, go. Uh, go uh, Yins for for pushing that so hard, despite sort of whether I think it's a good way to read uh, Robert Browning or not. It doesn't really matter. Like the whole, po- <laughs> Stop I Stop it up. I can't get over it. It's such bad reading. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just uh, you're
1: derailing the topic at hand. I Come am, on. but you're not being an ally right now.
0: No, I'm not. Um, but. Mm, Sorry, for those of you who are interested in uh, my stream (laughs) lore, I'm drinking from the blue Nalgene right now. Um, The... yeah, I, I just like I think it's great on Yinz's part. I think it's like unironically. I think it's very cool that they are. Yeah, um, come on,
1: let's not use Yins. Like this isn't. Let's no, no, that's that's
0: their name. That's their, their name
1: is Yitz, not Yitz. 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 Oh,
0: I did. I did the. I did the Pittsburgh thing. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. Yitz.
0: Um, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Yitz. I think it's cool what Yitz is doing. I think it's like it's 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 cool that they're doing. Um, they're they're pushing on it. I think it's very cool that they that they did so much work to get the tag and. I think the organizational quality of just, like, LGBTQ plus games is, like, it is a nice thing to have for people who, um, you know, historically have a hard time getting uh, attention and solidarity on a platform like Steam. So, like, I think it's great. Um, I also think that the, the benefit of organizational stuff here and the fact that, like, Steam is now getting articles written about it and stuff is a little disjointed like i think that or disconnected i think being able to do it organizationally is very cool and that cap that capacity is important i also think that um steam gets no credit for it like i don't think they should That's why like who cares they should have done it ages ago they should have had a diversity tag or a women tag or like <laughs> diversity
1: uh, tag is the funniest thing it's like there's uh straight white men and then there's diversity
0: (laughs) (laughs) i mean we agree this is is just true of video games but yes i mean it is ridiculous but it's also like you know steam knows what they're doing by not having that tag i think is what i would say like the the idea is like oh well no one cares about that no one's gonna want it um, and I, I I think that's a that's a mistake and I I think it's good that they fixed that mistake in a certain way by including this tag I think um, there's so much more that would have to happen with Steam to actually make it like a good place and um, I agree with you lives uh, Steam sucks it's just it's not it's yeah. not a good place online it's not like we we can forget anything that happened before about it.
1: Yes, I don't. I don't think that it's going to fix itself. I don't think it has any motivation to fix itself, and I, so I don't. Oh, of course not. It. It's it's a platform.
0: Um, like that's that's all it is. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. Um, I, I, I I wanted to bring this in. I saw this on Kotaku, and I thought it would be an interesting one to talk about because of the fact that um, we are in the we are in Pride Month. Happy Pride.
1: Happy Month. Pride.
0: Happy Pride. Um, and it, you know, what what strikes me about um, what strikes me about like pride in, in a lot of ways. People were talking about this, and like uh, someone I follow who I really like was saying they're they're getting a little worried that um, people are uh, making fun of corporatized pride in the way that like we used to make fun of um, like I don't know liberals, uh, online for, (laughs) but in like, in, in ways that it's like, uh, trying to think of like, just like ways that, that made us feel like, okay to just like pick a target out, um, as opposed to like really caring about the corporatization. Um, and I were, I wonder like, is it, is it, their point was like it's for some people calling like Raytheon, uh, saying like Raytheon is, uh, is doing something or is trying to be gay or whatever, just stands in for, Stands in for just, like, make, like making a gay joke, basically. Which, I mean, probably is not incorrect. Uh, there probably is something something of that there. And, uh, I mean, I just... Uh, yeah, I, I,
1: I, I see that in other ways, too. That people... The ways that people used to make jokes, like, gay jokes or jokes about women, and you're not allowed to do that because it's not woke. Well, then you can make jokes about white women, but the actual joke just has to be, like even if it's the joke is about them being a woman and not something right. that's specific to white women, um, people uh, have tried to woke up their prejudiced jokes.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And, like, the, I wonder, like, I don't want to do that, obviously, um, but it is weird to me, and, and I also wanted to ask you about this. Um, like, it's weird to me that this has become such a part of Pride, like the, the corporatization, the idea that, like, Oh yeah, no, it's like, it, it's, it's very good and cool that, um, that we are, uh, that we're in a place where, um, like, I, I don't know, uh, I'm trying to think of like a good example, uh, you know, Xerox can, uh, can, can say that, uh, it, it's proud of, of its gay employees or whatever, like, and knowing of course that the, the whole point of Xerox doing this would be to, uh, get money from, from people, um, it, like how do you how do you square that circle how do you make it like obviously it is good like it's good that people feel like good about the people who employ them and safe about the people who employ them but like Mm -hmm. how do we how do we talk about how do we talk about this stuff
1: well I mean you just have to see that in an uh, like on an everyday basis with in a in the workplace if you see it during pride month as an ad then that's different than people feeling respected every day or people Mm. getting paid fair wages every day whenever uh things are more risky financially for people uh, in the LGBTQ community um, so I, like being paid a living wage is everyone being paid a living wage in these companies that are, uh, that are taking advantage of Pride Months I, so I think that it's like respecting people um, on an everyday basis rather than just uh, putting an ad out during, during Pride Month hmm.
0: Yeah, no, that makes sense to me. Um yeah, it's uh it's it's a uh, it's it's very strange to me to think about, but I think you're absolutely right. Like it is it is not about it, it's not necessarily about um uh making sure that everything in in like the the world uh preys on uh or not preys on, but like uh, mobilizes the 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 language of wokeness like I, I think that's the concern right the concern is like we're getting into a, a space where everything is woke so uh everyone gets to um like truck in this language and use the the language of you know acceptance and, and things that are really good like things that are are important um to to get one over on on people um but i don't you know i think like it's not necessarily the case that every single thing has to be read in that, in that light. I think like knowing about it and then just being careful is is as you say like very very helpful.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know if Anna, any of that makes sense. And
1: I don't think it's. Uh... As long as you're not like disrespecting the people, as long as you're just disrespecting a company, so I don't think like uh, Mm. it would be cool to be like if you felt empowered by your company saying you know Happy Pride Month. Like I would feel empowered if my company said Happy Pride Month. That was not going to happen. But as long as you're making a joke about a company, like who cares? Company is not a person.
0: Yeah, no, that's right. Company is not a person. Um, And uh, and and you know, in that in that uh, respect, Steam is not a person. Uh, so it's, it is okay to, to make fun of Steam, at, not, for, not for putting an LGBTQ tag up, don't make fun of them for that, um, but it's okay to be critical of Steam and to, to say they're not a, a good company even if they um, uh, put some pro-LGBT stuff out there. Um, I think that is, that is something we have to be uh, willing to do. Um, so we are at the point in the show, I think, Liv. Unless you have anything else to say about this, um,
1: um, that s- support uh, uh, LGBTQ indie game developers. They're, yes, do that. They are available uh, on many platforms, but if you like, I know if you pay them on Switch or not Switch on itch, uh, that you can, you know, they will get a bigger cut of that money. Um, so support those people year round. But especially during Pride Month, I, I think that it is important to uh, to make a conscious effort to seek out things. If you are not uh, not typically playing games from um, these developers or like playing these stories, um, I think it's important to look at your habits year round, but take Pride Month to uh, encourage you.
0: Actually, this is a, this is a good this is a good way. So I was I was a little I was I wasn't sure about whether we should do our our classic. Um, you know, would we would we want to um, talk about uh, would we want to talk about the the um, the games we were playing or whatever? Like there, oh, yeah. there's a, there's an argument to be made. We can talk about it. I mean, if you have. <laughs> <laughs> but, I think it's funny uh,
1: that the the one time that I've played a different game. Yes. Okay. Great. Great. Here. Great. We'll do
0: it. Let's do <laughs> let's do both of these things then. So, okay. what name name your favorite, or just a game that you're that you find like interesting uh, that has come out with uh, either by LGBTQ creators or with LGBTQ themes. Since it is Pride Month and I don't think we've we've done anything about it, I think we should.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, what have I played? Um... Obviously, Night in the Woods is a, a classic. I like yeah. that it has um, multiple characters that are somewhere in that community. Um, and none of it is fetishized or, you know, like all of it is really honest and um, made me happy to see. Like, it's, it's, a, it's good representation. That's yeah. Probably, it, the- like, like the first thing that comes to mind that I felt... Good about everything.
0: That's true, so and I think like treated. yeah. And the the other really cool thing about Night in the Woods is how I, I don't know like how very much uh, the game it, it, it isn't ever um, it's not condescending to its audience or its characters, right? Like mm-hmm. it you never you never think like oh um, you know like these characters are so transparently bigots or so transparently like. Uh, Good woke teens or something like that Like everyone is complex everyone has A lot going on and It just it just works like it's just a a Very cool game that way so yeah No I think that's a that's a wonderful example Um I would say for me Um or was that was that your answer I don't Want to I don't want to yeah I mean it's the
1: it's the first That comes to mind I can definitely think of others That come to mind negatively So I'm going to
0: (laughs) we're gonna Stay positive Uh, You can you can say the negative ones if you want
1: I feel like I've already talked about okay. uh, that I do not like Life is Strange. I, I think. Ah,
0: uh, yes, you point. have. Um, I think that's reasonable. Um, yeah, no, that's okay. I, I think uh, there are people I know who listen to the show who do like Life is Strange. There are people I know who listen to the show who do not like Life is Strange. And I think knowing what I do about the game, it it, it should be a divisive game. <laughs> I think, like... There is stuff in there that is very interesting, and then there is stuff in there that is just not good at all. And I haven't played it, so I don't know. Yeah, but but let's
1: focus on the positive. Yeah,
0: let's focus on the positives. So I think um, the games I would point out are... um, And actually, I thought of it because I was looking through this article on Kotaku, and they have a screenshot from it, which I think is very cool, because I did not hear a lot of people talking about it. Um, But... um, uh, 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 What is it called? Um... Heaven will be mine. The mm-hmm. uh, the mech based uh, visual novel, mm-hmm. uh, basically about like uh, queer women in space in mechs. Um, it is it, it's done by a company who does really amazing visual novels. Uh, they did that one and they also did um, We Know the Devil, uh, which is about three friends. And the the tagline on it. Uh, I played a little bit of it, but I can never finish it because the the concept makes me so nervous. <laughs> Like as not not as like a straight man, but as a friend, uh, it makes me so nervous because the the concept is um, uh, there's always what is it? It's like it, any it, when there's any uh, three friends together, uh, one is um, left out, mm-hmm. uh, and so like the the purpose of the game is basically you're you're building these friendships, and you have to sort of at some point like two of the friends become closer than two of the other friends and your choices or one of the other friends and your choices determine that. Uh, but it's about these three women at, at a camp. It's kind of a, a, a spooky game. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's cool. Like it's a, it's a neat game. It's, um, it's fun. Uh, it's neat. It's smart. Uh, and so is, uh, um, heaven will be mine. They're both, they're both on steam. They're both, uh, cheap, uh, they're innovative and indie-ish. They're probably also an itch, so maybe go there. But um, worth your I do, time.
1: I do believe they are. Um, along the lines of Heaven Will Be Mine, I'll just go ahead and uh, shout out a, a graphic novel, um, because otherwise I would never have the opportunity to do this, um, that seems similar to me, although I have not played Heaven Will Be Mine, but just uh, women and non-binary characters in space. Um Okay. And so it's only – there's only women and non-binary characters in this uh, graphic novel. And it's On a Sunbeam by uh, Tilly Walden. Let me double-check that. Um, Yes, Tilly Walden. And it was originally a webcomic. And so you can read it all for free online because it's a webcomic. But I got the physical copy. It's pretty lengthy. Um, And it's gorgeous. It's – yeah, so all the relationships are – Um, queer relationships because there's only women and non-binary characters wow it's uh it's really really nice it's really beautiful and that's a strong recommend from me
0: okay well that is a that that sounds lovely um i love that recommendation okay well uh great now let's talk about the games we are playing
1: yeah what have you been playing
0: i've been playing um well, when I my still my my uh, chill out game remains *Slay the Spire*, but I have been playing, um, I have been playing this game called uh, *Bloodstained Ritual of the Moon*, mm-hmm. which is uh, you watched me play some of it. <laughs> I it sure is did. It is very very. <laughs> Let's be clear. It's it's a little horny. Uh, it's a little. It's a little. Uh, it, it it gets there. You know, like it's definitely. Um, Oh, boy, yeah, it's it's a little it's a little horny, um, but it is also very much a, a cool Castlevania uh, style game. It's very fun. Um, it is enjoyable to play. Um, it's difficult, uh, but it is uh it's cool, like it's just a fun game. So I would definitely recommend it if you have some uh, some extra money or time on your hands to to buy a new game. I know that can sometimes be onerous, uh, but it is it is a good game. It's pretty neat, um, and I would uh, I would check it out. I, I think it, I think you'd enjoy it. Um, anyone listening to the show who likes uh, uh, video games would enjoy it. <laughs>
1: Well, I don't know if we have any listeners that like video games. but I
0: just like to imagine that they're out there (laughs) and that they're listening. Um, Um, Go ahead.
1: Yeah, I don't think I've played Overwatch this week. Sorry, John. Sorry you're missing out on this um,
0: momentous
1: occasion where my game of the week is not Overwatch. Wow.
0: Um, Unbelievable. I
1: I started playing Cadence of Hyrule. Um, Oh, how do you like that? I like it, but I'm not good at it. And I like I do fine at it, but I miss a lot of beats. Uh, I never played, uh, whatever the original game's called. Uh, crypto,
0: the, uh, Necrodancer. uh, Necrodancer. Yes. 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 Uh,
1: Um, I never played that and I don't know if I did not set up my latency stuff well at the beginning. Um, but I miss beats whenever I feel like I'm not supposed to be. And so I don't really know what's going on. I haven't played too, too much of it, but I, I started playing Katamari ReRoll. Um, is that what it's called? Rerolled? Reroll. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Katamari Reroll.
1: Yeah. I started playing that and that was like probably what I played the most of this week because I've i truly missed that game. I don't think I've played it since middle school or high school, middle school probably. Um, it's
0: a really good game. Katamari is, really is, game. is it's, lovely. It's, it's just so a fantastic nice game. Um I think there is nothing more enjoyable than just wasting a ton of time in playing Katamari.
1: Well, and the other thing about it is that you only have to play like ten minutes at a time. You can play <laughs> a level in like ten minutes and then just be done, which is what I like. I like being, I like having the option of playing for ten minutes and then quitting.
0: <laughs> Everyone loves to play for ten minutes and then quit. Um, no, I mean, I, I think, I think that's a wonderful thing to be able to do. In, in all seriousness, I think it's, it's something that people don't get as much of the option to do anymore as i think they should like uh i think people feel like they have to play games for a really long time at least i do um like the idea that i just need to keep playing constantly uh some long game i need to set out like eight hours to play a new section as opposed to just like oh this can last for 15 minutes and i can be done like that's so cool uh, so Katamari is up there with my favorite games, and I think it is very, very cool that you have um, discovered it again.
1: Yeah, I'm really enjoying it, and I'm looking forward to playing it more. Um, um,
0: are you, what is your, what is your favorite cousin?
1: I don't have a favorite cousin. What? <laughs> I, I really side. haven't.
0: It's okay that, not to have a favorite cousin.
1: That's all, like, the multiplayer stuff, huh? Or you can play as them, too.
0: Is that right? I was just I was just thinking about the cousins. Um I didn't know you could do that. That's pretty cool.
1: Am I making that up? I thought it was the like what I mean, you might
0: be right. I I'm just I'm just not you know, I'm not I as as much into it, I think.
1: I haven't played in like 15 years until I played like a, an hour and a half of it this weekend. I so I truly do not know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's that's fine. Um I think it's even good not to know. Well, I don't know. I won't say that. I think I that's what either.
1: I offer. Uh,
0: but not to know. <laughs> uh, I think. I think the. Um, I think Katamari is just like a great game and worth anyone revisiting. It is. Uh, it's lovely, and you should enjoy it. Um, I would also say uh, um, everything I've been hearing about Cadence of Hyrule like sounds like it's uh, fantastic. So uh, also also worth your time
1: Mm mm-hmm uh i it looks really really cute and the music is amazing i can't wait to figure it out and play it more everyone everyone loves it i think and it seems like i'm the only person who has difficulty with it no i
0: i I was just talking to uh my my friend uh my friend my good friend david sherman uh uh uh, at at fills and thrills uh very very nice nice man uh uh he uh, he was also saying I should play the game. Then he said, but I'm terrible at it. Um, and he is very, very good at video games. So I don't think it's just you.
1: Mm. Well, I'm glad that we uh, kept this episode to the short 30 minutes that we agreed on. Uh, and, how
0: long did uh, it actually go? <laughs> <laughs> did we do an hour?
1: We did an hour.
0: Well, that's good. That's I think with John, it's usually about an hour and 45 minutes. So that seems about right. <laughs> Well, Liv, this was lovely. Um, Shall we do it again next week?
1: Uh, It does seem likely.
0: Okay, wonderful. Well, (laughs) I will see you then.
1: All right. Good night, Trev.
0: Night, Liv.